there's a the reboot, a prequel of The Dark Crystal yes. on Netflix coming yes. out. I just watched a preview for that yes, this I'm morning. Cur- I'm curious how that's going to be. And it's basically the Gelflings are... Yeah. They, they're worshipping the Skeksis, and it's a traitor in our mists kind yeah. of scenario. Yeah. Well, so. I imagine it's going to look better than that, because that, they actually are doing it with puppets. So the production mm-hmm. value is probably going to be better than the story, but we'll see. It, it gave me the vibe of Logan's run. Yeah. This person is guilty, even though they're innocent, and we're going to chase them down. And then it'll I need probably... to watch Logan's run. I've never actually oh, seen that one. It's really good. Yeah. It's worth it. It's, yeah. It's definitely a hallmark in the dystopian future. It's coming up. References. Hello and welcome to another Shore Leave commentary. This time we're looking at a movie from 30 years ago, 1989, because we're recording this in 2019. Don Bluth's kind of last hurrah before his uh, quality really, really dipped. And it is um, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Which I saw as a double feature on the big screen with Prancer back in 1989 on a night so dark and so cold. Like, yeah, I, I cannot remember a darker or colder night in my life. Oh. Mm. So, Don Bluth, um, well, we'll, we'll uh, talk a little bit more yeah. about him as we push play. So, yeah, we're, on the, we're on the Blu ray, which does not have a title menu. So we're paused right at where it says uh, Goldcrest Productions. We have our uh, subtitles on, so underneath it says Tapping on Metal in our uh, closed captioning. All right, and uh, here we go. Five, four, three, two, one, and we begin. Here we go. Oh, I'm Sasha Shouties, by the way. And I'm Patrick Delma. (laughs) And you're probably listening to us on the Two True Freaks Network. So here we go. This is... uh, Don Bluth is really known for these... uh, Dark themed, colored. Yes, like they're not very bright, and, and but then they'll cheery. have like a go- like a gold shimmer effect on mm-hmm. something, as we saw in uh, Land Before Time and um, Secret of Nim. Mm-hmm. So here we go. We're 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 I think in the lair of our two two heroes. Well, they're escaping from the pound. Oh, that's right. Oh, there's the golden look. Yes. It's very much in the same style as uh, Fievel, American Tale. Yeah, and so for a minute, rescuers. Spielberg really had, you know, kind of tied his star to Don Bluth's wagon. And Don Bluth let him down with um, Land Before Time, which although it was a popular movie, it had to be edited down to the nub because Don Bluth made a film that Spielberg thought was too scary. Mm-hmm. And that was a very dark film. We reviewed that about a year ago, yep. if I remember correctly. But our two heroes here, Itchy and um, what is? Oh, the, 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 the main, main dog. dog. What's his name? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Uh, I'll find out for you. Though. He's voiced by Burt Reynolds. Mm-hmm. So they are. Oh, it's a flood of water. Oh, they hit a water main, and for some reason, the Charlie. It's Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. So, for some reason, the pound is more like a prison where they shoot dogs on sight. And now, no kid was probably aware in 1989 because video was 
not necessarily in its infancy, but certainly watching like really old. I never watched old movies on video. They weren't aware of things like you know Cannonball Run, which um, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise are famous for making. So they were a famous on-screen duo. These two guys. Yeah. So it's but it's, it's a, nice that they translated over. Yeah. More, more of a more of a sell to uh, to parents probably than to kids, because I knew who I knew who Dom DeLuise was, probably because at this time he was hosting, um, uh, oh, Candid Camera. But I would not have known who Burt Reynolds was. So, Carface and Charlie's and Charlie's has been scratched out. Now he likes to do these like kind of impossible shapes of things, like the. The dock leading to this hideout, like arcs up into the sky, like a roller coaster, or, or just even the bending of physics in a lot of the yeah. cartoon, like like this uh, cheese racing around. It bends and twists because they're dogs, so of course they race rats. Though I don't understand the rat with the alarm. That's kind of he's the pace car, is he? Yeah. I think he's a contestant. Yeah, he's got huh. a number. So up and down, oil slick. Oh, I wonder if they go. do messed up stuff like that at the dog track. I don't go watch dog race. I've never been to a dog race, but this very much is good old boys culture here. Dogs are drinking beer and smoking and gambling. Yeah, this may be closer to NASCAR than to actual dog racing. I mean, it's all so frenetic, but I loved it as a kid. Like, I was definitely, like, completely into it. Of course, the cop dog has the cop... Cop rat. The cop rat, yeah. I recognize that voice. I don't know who it is. That's perfect for me. I'll post it. Where do all these like dogs some, Yeah, live? some of them wear sweaters, some of them wear hats. It's not, it's not like in um, American Tale where there was like a separate like mouse culture that people didn't realize. I think these are supposed to be like real dogs. Yeah, there's not like a dog culture. And they pick different times for them to have you know human characteristic features like okay he can he can fire a gun like a normal person doesn't need like some dog method to fire a gun but then you'll see like dogs move like dogs and then you'll see them like up on their hind legs like here's charlie has come in just walking in yeah up on his hind legs his hands on his hips but now he's walking now he and itchy are like walking and moving like dogs well, that's the beauty of cartoons. You yeah. can adapt physics to what you need. Oh, they were going to kill him at the pound. Ain't you supposed to be on death row? I have a top hat for some reason. But you see dogs dressed like Itchy, like a little sweater and a little hat on. Boy, she's even dressed like a barfly. I don't <laughs> yeah. think kids would understand these things. <laughs> no, I took it in completely as a kid. Um, Did you? The plot of so to me, the plot of this movie was there's a little girl that can understand animal speak, which you saw all the time and stuff. It's I mean it's it's a lot of this is the rescuers. 
Oh, but here comes a terrible song. Oh, you can't keep a good dog down. Which, I, again, I loved as a kid. I've seen pain and hurt. That's right. You dirt. <laughs> it's a bad song, I guess. He's not I remember the I remember the chorus of it. It's no uh, it's no everybody wants to be a cat from the Aristocats. But. So this is Burt Reynolds. He's not much of a singer. I mean, Don DeLuise is noticeably a better singer. Now he's dancing on his hind legs, leaning forward like he's got, you know, elbows on his front paws. <laughs> and fists. Yep. Sometimes he has paws and sometimes he has hands. That's how it goes. It's good quality animation, though. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I think well it, I mean, it's more worth it for the animation than it is for the story. Actually, I like the color changes here in the spotlights. Yeah. That, that's pretty good. And what's his... Don Bluth likes to do racial caricatures, because it's like, this scene is in... Well, what's the uh, American Tale as well, where they do, like, the Irish guy, the Italian guy, the... The, but when we were Russian. kids, that was kind of sold as that's demonstrating yeah, it diversity. Was, it was very funny if somebody put a symbol on their head and did buck teeth. You know? Yeah, but now it's just would not be appreciated. Yeah. Oh, and then this character, we see this character, this this nerd dog here. Yeah, he's in. Um, he's a, he's kind of the lightning bug in. Um, American Tale. Yes, and you know who he's also is the uh, one of the nerd kids in the raccoons, if you remember. I barely remember that the raccoons were Yeah, he was a, these pink monsters. He was the huh. accountant there. Huh. And he was kind of like a anti-villain. Like, yeah. sometimes he helped the bad guy and sometimes he helped the good guys. It just kind of depended on where his heart was. And this character here, he's... Yo quiero Taco Bell. Whoa! Down and over. Barrels are heavy, by the way. Yes, they are. Most dogs would not sit in a dog pile that a barrel roll over them. No. Everybody's happy. We're glad Charlie's back. Yes. Uh, what's uh, Don DeLuise's character's Itchy. name? Itchy. Itchy, that's right. So, Mr. Carface. So he the bad guy. We're about to meet him. His name is Killer. Wow. So, Carface wants Charlie dead. He just pretty much yeah. says it right in the opening. Well, he was, that was the intention of him being on death row, was that he would die. Business-like way. This guy reminds me of, in the first season of Star Trek The Next Generation, um... Where they go on the holodeck and meet the crime boss. Yes. It reminds me of that guy. It might even be his voice, Lawrence Tierney, with that voice. Lawrence Tierney? Tierney. Tierney? Yeah. No, I'm not seeing him on the lineup. Okay. This waited a full year before it uh, released in England, in, the U- in the huh. Europe. Well, that happens sometimes. Sometimes they get movies before us and... Sometimes they get movies a long time after us. Probably took even longer to get it released in Australia. Oh, yeah. The dog does not have the ability to suck a candy cane. Oh, well, dogs have lips, but they can't do that. Yeah. 
He's got those weird little drippy lips. You yeah. ever look at it? It's like it's almost like a meat zipper. Yeah. Times have changed, Charlie. You can't you can't grow the business when I'm trying to kill you. Charlie doesn't get it. I think he's supposed to be a German Shepherd or something. Yes. So Don Bluth? No. Yes? Yes. Yeah, Don Bluth. So where where did he get his start? Do we know? At Disney. At Disney. He was one of the key animators on um, what's the name of it? Um, Winnie the Pooh. Oh, okay. He worked on um, Fox and the Hound quite a bit. He had his own film that he made over there. If you've ever seen the one about the uh, the little boy who has the donkey that has wings. Oh, you know, I do remember that. Yeah, that's all yeah. Don Bluth. Yeah, he worked on uh, Robin Hood, too. Yes. The Rescuers, Pete's Dragon? Yep. I didn't know that. I can kind of see that. How about, have you ever heard of Banjo and the Woodpile Cat? Yes, that's not a Disney one, though, I don't think. I have not seen Banjo and the Woodpile Cat, however. Neither have but this, I. But uh, after this, it was stuff like... Thumbelina is a good movie, and... Um, what's it? Um, Titan A.E. is a good movie. But he you did have, Titan A.E.? Yes, but you have stuff like Rockadoodle in there, and... Oh, um, yeah, that's right. A Troll in Central Park, and The Pebble and the Penguin, all of which are not great movies. And I think I this this one holds up together for me more on nostalgia than anything else. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it was truly one of the earliest kid movies that I can remember from my past. Yeah. And I was not into Land Before Time. I remember when that came out and all the other kids were just losing their ape over it. And I'm like, eh, not a big deal. But I remember this movie. Yeah, here's, here's the, the people part of New Orleans. This is dancing, celebrating people. I think that some of the design folks on this came from, uh, like, the Chipmunk Adventure and things like that, because you see some very similar type faces in the two movies. I'd like to see uh, the Princess and the Frog crossover right here. Mm -hmm. Thumbelina was was not a bad movie, and neither was uh, Anastasia. Yeah. Yeah. He does. He does have some better ones, but yeah, his ne his next couple are just, just not good. I thought Anastasia was a that was a Disney film, not a Fox film. No, it's a Fox film. Well, wow. Disney, it's Disney now. Yeah. Well, I loved Titan E when I was a kid. That yeah. was just yeah, a, a bunch of fun. Yeah, and you know, he also uh, helped out on the Simpsons movie too. That doesn't surprise me. So here they're doing an innuendo that they're trying to kill. They're trying to kill Charlie. Yep. Look at all that blood ketchup right there. Pepper. Ketchup. So here's Charlie is clearly drunk, and they're going to murder him. Yeah. Now, a drunk dog just makes me sad. I don't think it's funny. I've seen dogs drunk, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's the kind of humor that only comes once. With it's adolescence, not, juvenile. It's not fun for the dog. Yeah, exactly. They don't know what's up. It's it's abuse. We used to have um, a little juniper patch in our backyard, and if the dog's ball ended up in that juniper patch, it was just a mess for quite a while afterwards because oh, it's a hallucinogen for dogs. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So here's something that's kind of interesting. Charlie's wearing a watch right now, and this watch becomes a very central point 
in the development of this character. But here they're going to, how does a dog die struck by a car? That seems like a very, very uh, plausible way that you would die. Uh, there he goes. You know, here we go into the Super Friends transition. That's kind of cool, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yes. Since we don't know what it looks like, it could be anything Donald I like Luke the idea wants. that, you know, this is a dog just running through fields of balls <laughs> to get there, just so excited. And then he hits... It's like if you're a good enough dog not to be distracted by the fact there's all these tennis balls around you. I don't understand this, this lady dog here at all. So she has diamonds. Yep. All right. The heaven song. And all dogs go to heaven. They said the name of the movie. Yep. Hey. Because unlike people, they're naturally good. Little biblical reference. We're still on Fahrenheit here. The lion lies down with the kid. Yeah. The leopard lies down with the kid. What? You're dead. The watch is now floating now. Yeah. I can't believe it. I've been murdered. I'm having trouble finding any... Oh, what's, what's that say? Does, uh, oh, I was trying to read the text in the book. Yeah. There's a mistake been made here. I can't find any examples of loyalty. Lonnie hey, there's Balto. <laughs> He's definitely going to heaven. He yes. brought those kids all that medicine. <laughs> Oh, they gave him the they gave him the gown. Three of your Adivan you shot, little, put you in the rock. <laughs> all these animals here. Charlie doesn't get it. He can do whatever he wants. Kind of, but you don't. I think in that version of heaven, you don't have like any kind of human impulse at all. I love how his uh, his robe is kind of turned into a street jacket. Yes, it's where you're restrained, and uh, we're we're not going to let you do what you want. I mean, it's pretty. I mean, you just you could have made like you know a, a music video of this whole movie where it had better songs instead of this story. This would have been a great Broadway hit, actually. Not with these songs, no. No, no. You'd need a whole new. You need a whole new song. Uh, Sarah Bareilles should sing. <laughs> Do yeah, I sure like her. Uh, she did great in wa uh, Waitress. You know, if you took the the people who collaborated on Wicked, that would probably be a, a, a good interpretation. Unpopular opinion. I don't like Wicked at all. I really? Like that. I like that book, but not that show. Oh, okay. That's funny because I, I haven't finished the book yet, but I watched the show, and the only reason I like it is because the villain was actually the hero. Yeah. So they're dancing and flirting. You have natural. Oh, she's a whippet. Yeah, okay. a very, very long whippet. Rare that you would see a whippet that's the same size as a uh, German Shepherd. Well, she whippet good. Oh, more singing. Charlie B. Brown. I thought it was Charlie B. Barkin. Stone Cold. It said, did you see that on the deck? Now that sign I missed what it said. Oh, I didn't see it either. But So basically he's trying to get his hands on this contraband watch. 
I think he's gonna trade it out for the watch around his neck. Yeah. It's one's red, one's blue. Oh, he put it on her. Oh, there we go. Look at all that time being thrown away. Actually, uh, this Whippet's got a good voice. Yeah. It's not bad. Her whole demeanor kind of makes me think of uh, Phoebe from Friends. Yeah. I could. I think that's been done where Lisa Kudrow is like in charge of some, you know, ephemeral realm like this. Oh boy, the character or the actress? The like actress. The, the act. The character mm-hmm. Phoebe Ray yeah. Heaven would scare me. Yes, indeed. Oh. Okay. Let's see. I'm trying I to do find like out them the flying around the moon here. I think Judith. No, Judith was the voice actress for the dog. Uh, or no, not for the dog, for the young lady. Uh, Lonnie Anderson, I believe? Is the girl is the girl is, that he takes care of her kids and brings them to Easter. Uh, so, you know, Burt Reynolds' real... Really? Misses, yeah. Oh, she's got some lungs. You can never come back! You should have told him that before he left. Oh, this poor cat. Like, what's going on? What's going on? That is a broken <laughs> kitty. Yeah. And all the color is kind of drained out of him. He's just gray, and the only speck of color on him is this magic watch. Well, his heart is in the watch. Yeah. I think that's what they try to. His soul, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. So we've got the corresponding heartbeat. Gotta keep, gotta his, keep that watch wound. His color came back. He's a wet dog. You can never come back. That's creepy. Yeah. What? Reynolds is succeeded by Charlie Sheen in All Dogs Go to Heaven 2. Well, and they also had a series and a Christmas Carol. How did I not know this? Why do they? Why would you need to make an All Dogs Go to Heaven Christmas Carol? This story is basically a Christmas Carol. Yeah, pretty much. It's a crummy guy redeems himself, but he doesn't. That's the thing. Is that the only good thing about this character? And it's kind of spoilers. Is that he saves a human life? Yeah. But he treats everybody terribly. So this is Vic Tabak is the name of uh, Carface. Was he known for anything big? I bet you he was. God, he even looks... He, If you look at a picture of him... Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, they kind of saved some of the face in Carface. That's not bad. Oh, he was in a lot of movies. Five minutes to live, five weeks in a balloon. Some other five stuff. Yeah. <laughs> five for the road. None of these I've ever heard My of. My name is Five. Alice doesn't live here anymore. That was Martin Scorsese's first movie. No kidding? Yeah. Uh, special Delivery. Just a lot of low-budget films in the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. Uh, he's in Beverly Hills Body Snatchers. Hey, there, there we go. go. Uh, 
let's see here. He had an equally disappointing television career. He was on Get Smart for one episode. Yeah. And the monkeys. A lot of people were on Get Smart for one episode. A lot of people were on the monkeys. All right. Here's our Star Trek connection. He was uh, this guy named jo- Jojo uh, Krakow in A Piece of the Action in the original series. Yeah, that's the gangster episode. Mm-hmm. There we go. I'm sure that he probably when he showed up on the monkeys and on uh, Get Smart played, played gangsters. Yeah, he might just be accusing Colombo. Yeah, Hawaii Five-0. Yeah, so he's the bad guy. He's a MacGyver, too. So, Charlie and Itchy are reunited, and they're kind of telling the story. But Charlie doesn't actually talk about going to the afterlife, which is, you know, something that you might want to share. So if I died and came back and said... Hey, we should keep on doing this podcast. No, I'm going to tell you, hey, I just died and went to heaven. <laughs> and here's what I saw. Mm. And I decided to come back to keep doing the podcast. <laughs> I mean, what Charlie wants to do is that he wants to, he wants to start his own, uh, his own racket. Where are you going to go? Now that's like a dog where he's just got that got that can and he's cannot pay attention to what the other dog is saying. Dogs have a really short attention yeah. span. Monsters? 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 Weird fade there with the square. Where are they breaking into? A vent somewhere, probably. Well, it was a square transition because they had a square scene. Yeah. Now they're in. Oh, they're on the boat. That's right. Yeah. So they're climbing through the ductwork looking for something. Do they know what they're looking for? Oh, they're looking for the monster. Oh, that's right, because they've got the little girl dressed up in this stuff, because she can. She can talk to the rats and tell them who's going in, and also to talk to Carface. Was this uh, was this uh, in, inspired by Doctor Doolittle? That came out way before this, right? Oh yeah, but it was super popular. I don't know what about it would tie into Doctor Doolittle. I mean, it's more like the rescuers than anything. The little girl being held captive to work, and she looks so much like Snow White right there. It's yeah, just crazy. I'm sure, it's deliberate. Charlie Nelson was the name of Killer. Huh. The misnamed Fidgety You mean Charles neurotic. Nelson Riley? Yeah. Yeah. He's also the voice of the troll in a troll in Central Park. Melba Moore, that's the name of the Whippet. Ah. Okay. That helps us. I, I, I'm sure she is a singer somewhere. Oh, she's gorgeous. Look at that. So just a very beautiful oh, yeah. looking person. And I don't. I mean that in... 1945. Yeah. 1966 to present. Smooth soul, disco, and gospel. Yep, I can hear it. So, our young girl is talking to rats. They want to find out who's going to win. That's This is it. It's reached the Billboard Hot 100 in the top 20 position on the R&B chart and top 10 in the UK. There we go. This is it all built case became the number one disco track in the UK for that year. It would be almost eight years later when an Australian singer 
<laughs> Danny Minogue would cover the song and make it to number 10 on the Aria charts. It is so funny that the dog is complaining about having to walk and feed the kid. Wah, wah. Yeah, I'm not recognizing any songs that I know from her. Yeah, it was probably a one-hit wonder at the time. Just like how, you know, not a lot of people... Well, no, she's got a bunch of hits, just not ones I'm familiar with. So Charlie is in love with this little girl, what this little girl can do for his business. Moore also headed the CBS television sitcom Melva. Really? It, it debut, its debut aired the same night as the Challenger explosion, and the show was abruptly canceled. Yeah. Though five episodes aired that summer, her success began to wane as the decade closed, although she managed two further top R&B hits, Do You Really Want My Love, Lift Every Voice and Sing. Moore had a starring role in the 1994 film Death by Temptation, which if you follow me on Letterboxd, I will be covering in October. Hey! So here he is trying to talk the little girl into going with him. I'm an orphan. I love that haircut that she has. The uh, what's it called? Oh, uh, when it's short in the a back bob. and long in the front. A bob, a bob yeah. Which is a which is a popular wig. It's more of a costume hairstyle for adults who get you know, kind of bob wigs to wear on Halloween. Jim, Jim did a bob. We went to Vegas once, and huh. she asked, what kind of haircut should I get? And so I suggested this. It looked great. I bet it did. But she's got that She's got that long black hair that, that will, will mm-hmm. take a, a style like that. So. Yep. You'll have to imagine what she looks like, because her, her photo will probably not be shared on this We will yet. never show a picture of Jim. So, anyway, uh, we are... Oh, the dog's hanging by the, the suitcase. So Charlie has very much been able to manipulate uh, both Itchy and the little girl. I do love this, that the dog likes to pretend that he really is driving a car. Right. This is a burst of virtual reality right there. Look at that. Yeah. Just driving on a road. Well, that's how a long time ago in in movies that they made driving scenes. Oh, that engine block would have killed him. Did you see the uh, the blue electric light? Yes, which was great. Thunder was on Take it up with him. Yep. So this makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. How did they find this girl in the first place? She was an orphan, just wandering the street, and they realized she could talk to the animals, grunt and squeak and squawk with the animals. They, they decided to take her on board. Yeah. I love, how, I love how big the moon is. It's huge. It's like it's in this world, it's like too. that close to Earth. I mean, it's that big in um, American Tale as well. But it's not really the moon. <laughs> it's not real. It's not really the moon. It's an optical illusion. It's so crazy. Even so, even if you look out at the moon and it looks gigantic, if you put your if you put your fingers around it or any kind of measuring device around it, it will always be the same size. Mm-hmm. So there, that's an optical illusion that your brain does. Yeah. where your brain will. So say like you're. So we're in the Seattle area. You whip out. You you see. Uh, we have this term here called the mountain is out. So the the sky is clear. You can see Mount Rainier. Looks huge. You raise yourself on to take a picture of it. It looks teeny. Yeah. And it's because your mind 
will create a false perspective to enlarge that image because your brain knows you're really interested in that thing, so you're trying to take in all the details, and that's why it looks larger than life. But I mean, that's it's, it's just so crazy because it's like it's uh, sometimes it'll just look huge, but if you just hold up, you know, your thumb and forefinger like this far apart, no matter how big it looks, it'll fit in. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's the craziest thing. Oh, so we are grooming this little girl to trust Charlie. So he takes her to the, to, where are they, a junkyard? Yeah, they're in the yeah, junkyard. His, his they're house. living in the car. So this, uh, this Anne-Marie is her name, by the way. Yeah. And she is voiced by Judith Bar- Barcy. Okay, I guess we got to tell the Judith Barcy story now. Yeah, well, we can we can kind of step into it. Um, she's would have been just about our age. She was born on June sixth, nineteen seventy eight, and she passed away July twenty fifth, nineteen eighty eight. So she was al- She had already passed away by the time this movie came out, which mm-hmm. is probably why they waited so long in the UK because the details of her her death are rather unfortunate. She was murdered. No. Oh. By her father, if yeah. I remember yes. correctly, and uh, it was it was not a happy thing. And no, but there's a weird, there's a very there's an obsession about Judith Barcy among some animation aficionados that really creeps me out. So she was in. Uh, if you look at her filmography, she was in The Twilight Zone. Uh, she was in Punky Brewster, two episodes. Cheers, uh, The Love Boat, and a couple episodes there. Jaws Revenge, very cool. So uh, she had an opportunity to be, you know, the the uh, child actor that would have probably grown up to be a Disney Disney teen star and then fall into some other. Yeah, band. not necessarily. She was also Ducky, by the yeah. way, in Land Before Time. They did a really good job animating this this little girl. It makes me think that they probably looked at movements and just kind of choreographed those yeah. movements. Yeah, the would they have done a little better on that with some of the dog stuff? But. The dog stuff seems cartoonish, but she does, she always seems so static. Well, she's got a little bit of a Betty Boop thing going on with her eyes. True. And if you notice that her black hair always has this like white chalk outline. Mm-hmm. Oh, jeez, poor kid. <laughs> Charlie, this is your chance to redeem yourself. Just Would have get been funnier if he'd said Lost City of Atlanta because he's a dog and they live in the South. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think they're in New Orleans, right? Yes, they are. Well, you're in a dog's car. You could just go on the floor. Yikes. That's what we. That's what we do. So they are at the horse track talking to the horses. 
That's what I always think of her for is the name of that saying the name of this horse. The Grand Chahi. The Grand Chahi! Well, it's his birthday! Yeah. It's a Grand Chahi's birthday! It's my favorite scene in the movie. Yeah. Definitely one of the most memorable scenes. So here's what I don't get. Can can the dogs not talk to other animals? Correct. That's why Carface needed her because she could talk to the rats. Right. You are galoo. We used to uh, we used to use that in the playground all the time. Huh. As you are glue. You are glue, just like that. Huh. Spin her hat around. It was very imitatable. So listen to that. It's like, hey, I rescued you. You owe me something. Yeah. You better. You better work now. Well, we just recorded a Star Trek episode. As with this recording, the most recent episode of Star Trek The Next Generation we talked about was uh, The Enemy, which has a lot to do subtextually about, you know, what debt would the Romulan have owed Worf if Worf had given him his blood. Well... Really, this relationship is all about debt and transaction, and that's how manipulation of children usually works. Is Every dachshund in the world wishes they had legs like Ichi. Right. They have little nubbity legs. This is what's so deplorable about manipulating anybody, is that you take a vulnerable person and then you make them think they owe you something. Yes. And you build an economy around that, and yes. then they get so tied up in the transactions that they don't realize the terrible world that they're in and that's 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 actually one of the problems that i have with this movie is that if charlie was an adult rather than a dog this would have never made it onto the screen oh sure it would have there were lots of movies like this right around this time I do is pretty much a sugar daddy for her. Yeah, but I mean, what's, um, what's you know, Little Orphan Annie is adults manipulate, you know, jerks. That's true. It was, uh, but at the end, it was the rich guy took interest in her. I love these, you know, these angles here. And this is, they don't say what year this is supposed to be. So here's what I'm thinking. They actually set up cameras and watched people walk back and forth and just kind of animated those movements. This is really well done, yeah. but it's it's cheap animation. There's not a lot of texture on the clothes. Oh, the uh, looking to pickpocket? No, Fluvia oh, is her parents. There we go. Wait, Number three. Number three? The lame dog. <laughs> yeah, no, they're totally gonna rip him off. Yeah. Oh, so he's pulling a scam routine. His he's in pain, he's holding his leg. Yeah, if a hurt dachshund came up to me, I would probably be very sympathetic. Oh yeah. Yeah, everybody loves dogs. You and don't then, wanna the dachshund can uh, can mess up something smaller than it though. Oh, yeah. There's a... Um, people would buy them, you know, to catch... Um, to catch, like, foxes and weasels. And there's this terrible story in this book about how you, you train them. Is that you get a, 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 a dachshund and a weasel and put a barrel on top of them. What? And then they'll just fight it out? Yeah. 
Well, I, I mean, I, the dachshund typically win, typically wins, but the weasel gets in its its blows. Oh yeah. Well, those dogs. I mean, they're bred thin and small, so they can go subterranean. I yes, thought. that's correct. Mm-hmm. So, so they just they told Anne Marie that they're shopping for parents. And, and now it's very muppety here. Yep. And uh, then they went ahead and stole the wallet. And they need her <laughs> to place a bet. Oh, that's now that was cheap here. animation. They just showed the same shot of that guy's face three times in a row. But this is kind of Muppet Man here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Itchy. All the fleas on Itchy. Chawy, huh? A thousand to one. It's his birthday. Kid voices trying to be adult are yes. hilarious. I remember once I was confused for an adult by another kid huh. when I was eight. So we went to the street fair, and my dad, uh, his computer club, put, had a little booth at the street fair. It was all these Commodore and Amiga computers. And they asked me to go and dress up like a clown, so I put on some makeup <laughs> and a wig. And this little kid was asking me all these questions about, I kid you not, clown college. And how many years I went to school to be a clown. And, and I was just like, he could have been just a year or two younger than me. But I just kind of, I, I just stuck with the bit That's and let great. him believe that I was just growing up playing a kid clown. <laughs> Alright, here we go. It's your birthday, Chahi! Go! Oh no, don't come over here. Let's <laughs> think of that with Krusty where he's yelling at the horse and then yeah. <laughs> comes out and licks him. No! Uh, I think uh, it was uh, Santa's little helper. That's who it reminded me of. Yeah. On your parade, but did you know that it's a Grand Chahi's birthday? Oh, really? I don't say. Oh, crikey. <laughs> oh, of course, Chakas were really like that. Yeah. And they help him out, too. He's even wearing a birthday hat. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's waving. Hey, the Grand Chahi just broke the fourth wall. Yeah, did you see, see that? No, he's waving to the kid. Now in, re- now, in real life, if you watched that race, you would assume that it was fixed because the two jockeys slowed down to let them... Yeah. Well, geez, uh, I don't know if yeah. you guys follow horse racing that much, but the Kentucky Derby, there is a huge upset yeah, this year. Yeah, the 2019 year. Kentucky Derby. Yeah, because uh, the uh, the horse... Uh, basically, the, the, the jockey broke a lane and cut off another horse. And now and... she's betting on frog racing. <laughs> Look and at that big old big bucket, of bucket of flies. Jackpot! The cash yeah, the, is coming uh, in. Her fake costume with the two dogs inside it, it would definitely be like followed around. And it's cute because it's like it's always the underdog, although that turtle is super fast. Yeah. There's the wreath. So she gambles as an adult, but at the end, when she collects the money, it's as a little kid. I guess. Oh, no, there's her costume. Yeah. Taking all the money. And he's so happy to give it to her. 
He's almost like, like why Uncle Scrooge. Yeah, why doesn't the game? Yeah, why doesn't the gambling get the the, the gambling, gambling commission? Yeah, the gaming commissioner or whoever it is playing with her adopter. It's like no, no, no! It's so cute. She's La kinda... Tres boutique. So there, here's the sugar daddy part. They're trying to buy her things, but she really wants a family. You think they tried to model her after? Um, oh, who's that child actress? Shirley Temple. Yes. Well, Shirley Temple's big claim to fame was she had the curls. Oh, okay. She didn't have hair like that. Now, uh, I could see some of. Some of her transferring over to uh, Lilo and Lilo and Stitch. Yeah, yeah. But Lilo was very much a leader, and I don't see a leader here in this no. in this character. She's she only asserts herself when the situation has become too much. Yeah. Uh, there's Charlie's theme. You can't yeah. keep a good dog down. And they just weld all these cards together to build a place. Which, I mean, that's just the kid, can you, that's the kid fantasy. Can you imagine if building a club and welded together old cars that people yeah. could go in? I, I actually think that they... With uh, a water the, tower oh, on they, they use the water tower. Oh, jeez, and there's the dancing whippets. They whip it good! da 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 Bow, bow, bow. Smiley, what do you know what Oh, he's got stakes in his hat. He's got a new hat. So he's running a club where everybody's a winner. If you compare it to the opening casino, it was people were losing. The uh, the meat was terrible. And you didn't. So there we go. She's asserting her dominance. You're just like Carface. Just gonna put both hands on you and hold you down for a minute. <laughs> oh. Charlie, you need to do what I say. Thank you for helping me see the light. Squeaker, we're going up and help the poor. Oh, Charlie. Did he just call her Squeaker? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Hey, boss, what is it with you and this little kid? I mean, we got a business to run, you know? I love the, the bar of well, the, you know, the old old Model T with all of the giant bottles in the rumble seat. Right. Oh. Watch this, out for piranhas. Is this the big singing alligator scene? Not quite. Not quite? Oh, I feel like we've seen him before. So where did he get piranhas in New Orleans? That's... I don't get it. Down there in the Gulf of Mexico, stuff's coming up from Central and South America. Yeah. Oh, so he's going to execute Killer for some reason. I, like <laughs> I love how the, all the dogs are smoking there. At least three of them yeah. are. Yeah, that you can't do in a movie anymore. They actually edited... Um, there's a Disney movie, Melody Time, where they took the cowboy character and cut the cigarette from it. So he's just doing like back and forth with his hand in front of his mouth over and over like he's making an obscene gesture. They cut the cigarette out completely. Now they left the uh, they left all of the racist Indian jokes in it though. All right, continuity problem. What's that? So uh, Killer says he's got a gun. That's pretty much what saved his life. Yeah. That he has. A, oh, it's a ray gun. Okay. So he's got a ray gun, and he can. And I think uh, Carface has a plan to use that against Charlie. But at the beginning, they show a gun. 
for starting the race. Yeah. It's like, well, that, they could have just used that. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, he looks like a evil... So they're kind of listening to the shadow. The shadow. And there's less pizzas as he gets up there. It's not like he had, like, 30 on his head, and now he's got, like, six. That broker then... So Charlie goes to help out these people here, and I don't understand it. So is he doing this as a gesture to... This is what really would have happened with the lady in the tramp. Is it? Yeah. Is it? Some of them, some of them babies is Charlie's babies. Anybody here want pizza? Charlie! <laughs> All the kids. Did they really have pizza back in the 30s like that? Oh, yeah. Probably a lot better than they have it now because it wasn't like fast food. Right. You have to go to like a place called like Mario Anthony's and you know Mama would show you your seat. <laughs> Mario would come out with the bottle of. I mean, it's just like Lady of the Tramp. You had the fat guy and the skinny guy, and then they would put out a table and feed dogs in the back. Jeez. So this right here is Laurie Anderson. Lonnie Anderson. Uh, Lonnie, sorry. Mrs. Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Her name she's is a, Flo. She's a t- <laughs> she. She looks uh, really happy to see him. Yep. Look, look at all that blush. She's a collie. <laughs> you know how it is to run a business. What kind of business are you running, lady? Oh, man. She so takes this- care of little kids. So there's Carface's child. <laughs> yeah. But the kids aren't like the parents. They're just in a... The victims of an unfortunate situation. So uh, this this character is a is she the wife Lonnie? Is she the wife of somebody? Of uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, that's right. Divorced in ninety three. Look at that. Married at eighty eight. Did they meet on this set? Could have been. I didn't realize that. Huh. Yeah. What she was on uh, the sitcom WKRP in Cincinnati. Huh. She kind of looks like her character too. If he has the big hair. Oh yeah. Yeah, they can't really show. WK well they can show WKRP in Cincinnati on TV but they can't really sell it as DVDs because of the rights to the music ah right I've seen clips from it it's quite funny but are they trying to be Jamaican music yeah it's a reggae song uh, steel drum this guy just has no no rhythm nope the kids are singing better than yeah this sounds kind of like a um, American Tale type song. Oh yeah. I wonder if you. That's the scene that they cut. Him. They cut where he went to Little Jamaica. And they just didn't keep it in the movie. <laughs> wow, because all the other stuff they kept is completely appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our hug and learn moment. Yeah. I mean, the only reason we're doing this is to. Prove that Charlie's not a bad guy. Yeah, because she was saying he was saying he was going to help the poor. That doesn't help that he can also distract a five-year-old with puppies too. Yeah, I know poor puppies. Take that. <laughs> oh, and she's watching and, and singing, and a cake. He didn't bring that cake in. Where'd that cake come from? I don't know. There's a great story about. <laughs> 
what was that? What was that with the mugging the camera? Um, there is a great story about the late magician uh, Ricky Jay, and oh, oh, oh! He was able to make. He was probably the best close-up magician ever because he was able to do like magic tricks like in the shower. What? Yeah. Wow. There's a story where he would take uh, two $10 bills, fold them together in his hands, and make a 20. And so one day somebody like confronted him at the gym when he was in the shower and tried to get him to do it. He's like, no, I really can't. I really can't. And he takes it there. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. So we we hit an interesting point in the movie where uh, Emery was not fooled by the puppy play because she found the dog's stolen wallet. Yeah. And uh, it shows uh, the wedding photo of the two parents that she wants to to be adopted by. And here's our somewhere out there moment. Oh, and there's a puppy slow crawling up towards her. Oh, forget about it. There's a doggy. Oh, so cute. I'm surprised there's still money in that wallet. Yeah. How funny would it be if the people in that picture were really the uh, parents or the two uh, human leads from 101 Dalmatians? Yeah, I don't think they were. I don't think they were interested in having kids. No, probably not. No. But I love how in their daydreams, the, all the puppies are there. Yeah. And then he's dressed like James Dean for some reason with a leather jacket and jeans. Right. What's she peeking out there? The turkey, I guess. Badly wanting to live and have a house with an enormous breakfast nook. Breakfast nooks are fun. Yeah. Well, just because you have one, don't brag. No, I don't have one. You've got a you've got a room with like windows. Like I have a room with a table in it. Yeah, but it's got the big big windows all around. Oh, okay. Oh, man, bedding down with puppies. That's gonna be exhausting. Puppies have such sharp teeth too. Yes, they do. Oh, I don't enjoy hanging out with puppies when they try to nibble on you. That's so weird because, you know, a, do- a dog's teeth actually grow. Oh, yeah. Whereas human teeth do not. Well, they... They have two sets of teeth. That... They, they they grow only in the sense of when they come out, they're done. They're ready. Yeah. Yeah. They're, if you've ever seen, like, a, um, a skull with teeth inside it, yeah. like, below the... Er, above the gum line... Yeah. Oh, it's so creepy. It is. I fall asleep with my watch open all the time, just like that. <laughs> so, is he having a dream? Oh, this is the dream where he goes to hell, yeah. And this oh. is, the, like, one of the scariest hells ever to be depicted on film. You think? Yeah. So, so he's been transported into this volcanic land. There is a tornado or a cyclone sucking him up in the debris. This would be the dog's nightmare, though, is that it's just like wind and being pulled in directions you don't want to run. Well, you ever wonder about that? You watch a dreaming dog and they're yelping and running, or... Yeah, there we go. And then the scariest moment in the entire film, right here. Oh, there's more. I mean, this is pretty bad. I used to have nightmares about stuff like this, like before there was Google Earth, I would have these dreams like, oh yeah, there's this, this is like a thermal imaging of the planet. It's like, let's go down, let's go down. Oh, like there's caves and stuff. Oh, there's like people wandering around there with like dead looks on their face. <laughs> Jeez. 
Well, this right here, they've totally changed their animation style just for this. I mean, this is not... I mean, the main character is still animated the same way, but everything else is just... It's set up a little bit differently. You don't see this kind of animation in other scenes. Right. Uh, if anything, I'm getting a flashback to that uh, cartoon, uh, the the comic book movie Heavy Metal. Mm-hmm. I still haven't ever watched. Oh. I'm, aware, I'm very aware that it exists. Oh, yeah. You need to watch that. It's, it's pretty surreal. And those... Oh, those demons were just those puppy children picking at him. Honestly, I'd take my chances with the demon. Yeah. Well, yeah, you bit yeah. his ear just now. Before you're gonna get Emery. Emery, where'd Emery go? She loves. Oh, somebody else could be exploiting that kid. We gotta find her. <laughs> right. Go to Maple Street. Does that child have an English accent? A little bit. Wow. Yay! And they just let her in and give her waffles. You like waffles? Oh, yes, very much. Thank you. No, thank you. This is a more She is in it. Look at that. Yeah. Thank you, Wait, eyeshadow before breakfast? That's one thing uh, I found really interesting the first time we watched this was how Emery uh, was uh, pretty much had perfect makeup all the way through. It was like an orphan kid could not find yeah. eyeshadow and rouge. Yeah, tramp makeup. And by tramp, I mean somebody that lives on the street, not a sexually promiscuous person. Right. Back in the back we in can't the thirties, we live in this gigantic house. Back in the thirties, where all it took to adopt a kid was a conversation in the hallway. Yeah. Oh, Charlie, Harold and Kate are really wonderful. Makes they me think of the, the uh, South Park episode where they're playing immigrant, and Butters gets adopted by the family that thinks he's Mexican. Oh, ah, they, they think his name is Montaquia. Oh my gosh, I don't think I've seen that oh, one. Oh, it's so good. It's so like, happy birthday, Montaquia. It's a sponge. Oh my gosh. You can use it to clean our windows. Oh! <laughs> that show is so edgy for me. Well, here we go. He's he's doing the guilt trip. He's, he's trying to make her feel guilty for leaving on her own, which is another child predator tactic. Oh, just it just stresses me on how how they laid out the manipulation cycle so well. Yeah, it's like what what did the did the writers did the authors do their homework? Would have been fun to get Amanda for this one. Yeah, French market. This is an interesting. This is a really interesting scene. So you have dogs running around with a ray gun in public. Yep. It's just ridiculous enough to work. Oh, it almost looks like a Tommy gun. Yeah. Like he's wearing an old World War II... World War II hat. Now, he did get shot. Yeah. But just like in Pulp Fiction, they have the magic what's-it. The bullets go through them. 
so do you think they said ray gun because a real gun would just have been too Yes, and I could also see this being the reason why it was delayed for so long in the UK. Yeah, it looks like yeah, it looks like a Tommy gun. They just changed the sound on it. They changed the sound and they only referenced it as a ray gun once in the yeah. execution. It would have made scene. total sense for him to be like, Oh, you have an automatic weapon somehow. We, we gotta rewrite this. Yeah. What 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 kind of hat is that? It's a gold fire, a gold fire hydrant. Of course. Why not? You know what a what a dog would wear. That right there looks like something out of the old Doctor Who series. First generation cyber yeah. butt. No. <laughs> so Charlie's back. And he swallowed the watch, or tried to swallow the watch. What? What? No, this I don't get. It's just yeah. a new thing. Yeah, just the ground f- fell apart underneath him. You're the, under your own the house? The air down here is bad, mister. <laughs> he could die. <laughs> they should have had him go into that, looking normal, and come out and be like gray like he was when he came back. We've got a perfect mm. opportunity to do it. So when I first watched this, I thought he was faking his own Nope. Death. Charlie really dying. Oh, there it is. Oh, you don't ever want to grab a dog there. Nope. Cannot breathe. There's a horrible uh, Pluto and Donald Duck cartoon where Donald Duck fastens Pluto to the floor with a magnet around his snout. Oh, and no. I just like the level of abuse there. Here comes the big lift alligator. Is what uh, what's his name? Um, the nostalgia critic calls him. It's anytime something completely non sequitur happens in a movie, he calls it a big lift alligator moment. <laughs> yeah, there there is no reason to have this alligator around except to move the plot along. It doesn't even do that. No. Yeah, I mean, cut this cut this scene from it. You can still have the alligator eat Carface at the end of the movie. There we go. It doesn't need to be revealed here. Bones, those, bones, bones. Are those dogs? Dog bones? I think they're bones of anybody that ended up down there. Oh, so close. And this is, of course, I don't think know the actor's name off the top of my head, Sasha. You can pull that up. I am. But he's so the voice to. of Oogie Boogie and Audrey Two. Yeah. You know, you didn't need Oogie Boogie in uh, Nightmare Before Christmas. But I actually like the Oogie Boogie song. Yeah, this, this song is dumb. How did you expect me to a voice? That's a great voice. I know. It's got some depth. Well, it's easy to do. A, it's easy to impersonate. It's also a very Sebastian voice. Kind a little of. lower, though. So this is a. Da, 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 I'm almost there. Killer. Uh, oh, it's Ken Page. Mr. Oogie Boogie says, that's probably look close at hand. You better pay attention now, because I'm the boogeyman. So he is both an American alligator and a voodoo witch doctor. Yeah. Let's make music together. Yeah, let's get some words and sing it. Oh, he is beautiful. 
He went to Florida Supercon. Look at that. You gotta, Perfect. you gotta Google this guy. He's got, he's got Ken some Page. Yep. Yeah, sixty-five. Nice. Which means he was thirty-five when he sang this. He's a or probably music, well thirty-four probably. He's in uh, music theater too. Of course. I mean, this guy's got it clearly has a train voice. He's associated with Danny Elfman. That explains a lot. Yeah, because he's yeah. Andrew he's, Lloyd Webber, T. S. Eliot. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, he, he must have done Cats. Yep. I wonder if he's going to be in that creeptacular new uh, Cats movie. Yeah, well, he was in Cats, 98. Uh, he was in I'll Do Anything, Nightmare Before Christmas, Azuki Boogie, uh, Torch Song Trilogy. Are you familiar with that? I know that it exists. I like that they just did a 3D pan around him without using any kind of CGI. You can see the, you can see the outline of the drawing. But. Well, technically, I think this is a superior animation. Oh, so do I. He was in Duckman Private Detective. I'm sure he was. Wow. He was in a lot of video games. Sure he was. Uh, known as the King, in the Kingdom Hearts series. But it's probably Oogie Boogie in Kingdom Hearts. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's he was the role all the way through. Nice. Uh, so in Broadway, this is actually what I've been looking for. Cats ain't misbehaving. It ain't nothing but blues. Call me madam out of this world. The Wizard of Oz. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Of Bre- course. Breakfast You're a mean dinners. one, Mr. Mr. Grinch. Your heart is black as coal. Is it Oliver? La Miz. Oh, everybody does La Miz. That's like a rite of passage of fame theater. Little Mermaid as King Triton. Huh. Oh, cool. And he was the voice of Audrey, too, in Little Shop of Yes. Shut up. You know, Little Shop of Horrors is written, all the music is by the same guy that did the music for Little Mermaid. Yeah, I can believe that. This seems like a really painful way to go, being stabbed by a single claw. Yeah. Did you ever see the movie Drive? Drive? No, I don't believe I have. It's Ryan Reynolds. Not Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling. The bad guy is um, I didn't Alan really. Brooks, and he has to kill uh, Brian Cranston at one point, mm. and he just kills him by cutting his like really quickly cutting his artery so deeply that it's going to bleed out like in seconds. Oh wow! And he doesn't even feel it. He's just like, that's it. You'll be dead in about two minutes. <laughs> yeah. The- so they're in a burned-out church. Itchy got mugged, and they gave him a message to pass on to Charlie that they're coming for you. Oh, it's so sad to see a hurt dog. A hurt dog that's a racketeer. Yeah. Hey, these guys are not the nice guys. That's doesn't mean you hurt a puppy. Yeah. There it goes. Oh. You see, boys, it's gone too far. It's gone too far. Well, Itchy's idea was to go to a different town and, and just start a new operation where there was no threat. Probably they do that a bunch. Yeah. 
and then we gotta dress the girl and read her stories and she wants to feed the poor. <laughs> Man, we gotta feed the poor and take care of the clothing of the child and she's, and she's got no heart. I'm your friend. But tonight, tonight, Charlie, he tried to kill me. He tried to kill me, Charlie, and you was out gallivanting with this well, they weren't gallivanting. They were out singing songs with a gigantic alligator. How'd they get out of that? I, I missed that. They just wrote, he just the alligator just took him out of the tunnel. They wrote out of his tunnel. They did. They just yeah. for your freedom is the song. Yeah, the price of freedom is a song. So you could have altered his dialogue to be more like, you know, rather than he tried to kill me, just talk about all the messed up stuff he did to him. Make it more sorry for that. Here's the reveal. The liar revealed. The staple of all old anime features. Turn around and listen. Paying attention. Shit, look down. They're behind you. Jeepers, mister. That's how Janeway feels when people talk about Voyager. Yeah. <laughs> you never liked me. You only watched me because there is no other series to watch. Oh, the rabbit. Why can't she? Oh, she take it to 402 Maple Street. I, I have yeah, no idea. Itchy's all beat to hell. Yeah, I want you to run across town and oh, the doggy network. The Twilight Bark. Charlie's in trouble. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I kind of just wish I was watching 101 Dalmatian. That's a good movie. That's a great movie. I feel like that's more for... That one is, without being sleazeball like this is, and this is definitely a sleazeball movie. Oh, yeah. That 101 Dalmatians is way more fun for adults than it is for kids. Do you think this was the answer to 101? No. No, that came out in the 70s. In the 60s, yeah. Okay. This while Walt Disney was still alive. So they got the girl locked in a cage in the boat. Charlie has sneaked in to get her. She's sick. She needs a doctor. The, the paw that's also a hand. That's really well animated, actually. It's just the sweetest thing. Oh, my this was. It really is. It reminds me of when Lassie rescued Shut up. So Lassie existed at this point. This may be supposed to be in the 50s. No. I don't buy it. So it's a dog fist fight. Dogs don't fight that way. No. So how... Here's what I don't get is... How could these two people understand where to go just by a pack of barking dogs? Dogs, get my gun. <laughs> what was it uh, in uh, the Christmas? Was it the Christmas story? The Christmas Carol? The Bumpus's dog. Yeah. yeah. 
that that little domestic scene was interesting because it's like she's she's wearing her like sexy negligee. He's got a bathrobe on, which presumably he's just naked under. Most people are naked under their clothing, Patrick. No, I'm saying the robe. He's naked under that robe. Yeah. So they're gonna make sure Charlie's really dead this time. Yeah, it'd be interesting to an interesting experiment to see if you could actually get an alligator to be that fat. I saw a picture of a 23-pound cat the other day. I was... Well, it's so, it's so weird when you see a cat that's that fat and you just want to kind of smoosh it. I always think it's like a mini panda. Yeah. So, why did he show up? Because they're singing partners. Here come the flood. Make it rain! Oh, it's my buddy, Kiss the me. dog! Kiss me! So you think everything's okay. He's, he's done his job. But the watch. That's a great face right yes. there. Oh, the dogs lead... The lead the people to the burning boat. That's the... Bring your kids to the tragedy! Yeah. Oh, he put some pants on. Yeah. That guy, though. No. He was about to have mustache time. Well, you need to be alone home with your mustache. It's That's kind of cool, watching yeah. all these running dogs. Now, everything about the look of this is great. The story's just kind of iffy. It's sleaze. And again, dogs don't fight that way. Alright, so she's in the water. There's a leap. There's a jump! There's a splashing wave, and the boat with a hole in its hull settles. And for some reason, we keep oil above an electric generator. Yeah. Now it's Indiana Jones time. Turn the coffin up. A circle of fire. Down, down, down the burning ring of fire. It now, burns, if she was a scorpion, burns, she would have burns. stung herself to death by now. Yes. Oh, there we go. Snack time. There you go, Carface. That was your last breath of air. Hey, fella. That was some bad animation. Oh, it yeah. just shook the cell. I had stay static. It just shook the cell. Well, the, the glow effect cost a lot of money. Yeah. So, there we go. He's getting the watch. Can't let a good dog down. And there's the little girl. I think he has to kind of make... Why can't he put that watch around his neck and then get the girl? I mean, he tried to swallow it a while ago. His throat's big enough for it to fit. No! You can't save both. Uh, classic, classic hero's choice. So does this redeem him? Yep. Or does this just prove that he does, he's not a killer? It redeemed him. Why? He was never a killer. He just didn't ever make it. He just didn't ever do anything selfless in his life. Okay, so this is the selfless act that proves... But the selfless act kills him. Yeah. It means it's truly selfless. 
he did it at the expense of his own life. I don't know. He's trying to go back for that watch. But he could have done the watch before. Oh, there he goes. The black and You're going to hell. You're going to hell. And he does go to hell, folks. I'm really surprised that Killer is the one that pushes her to safety. Because, I mean, he's... Well, because even he, dogs are loyal to humans. But Killer is the one that was more or less taking care of her as the captor. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, this is 30s. Look at those response cars. Maybe Jessica has been pulled from the well. She is dead, folks. Oh, I forgot about that. Jessica is dead. Oh, those kids in the wells. There was a good South Park episode of where, like, they would freeze the kid in the well and yes. wait until a technology was created to extract No, that was them. Simpsons. What's that? Yes. Simpsons did it. Oh, yeah, that's where uh, Bart put his yeah. uh, name tag on everything. Property yeah. of Bart Simpson. So she sleeps with the window yeah. open, and we're going to Because, you know, it. you've only been the victim of a child predator, like, multiple times, so... We were the most unsafe room in the house. And now notice it's the satanic forces that are delivering Charlie for yeah. this visit. The, I would have almost liked to have seen the backstory where Charlie is pleading with Satan or Beelzebub and say, hey, I at least want to say see you later to my friend one more time. Yeah. You're going to have to talk louder than that. She can't yeah. hear you, man. Remember, Creepy. you know, in my head canon, you know, demons and stuff only punish you because you ask for it. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yes. So if you think you're guilty, you become guilty. Bingo. Well, here's... They, can't, they cannot come in unless you invite them. Here's the... Here's the... Uh, the good pushing yeah. away the evil... This is very much uh, uh, the Witch of the West. No, the Good Witch of the North, Glinda. Oh, Glinda. You saved her life. You gave your life for her. That's one they've always been weird about in, um, in the book, The Wizard of Oz. There are four distinct witches. The Wicked Witch of the East who Dorothy crushes with the house. Mm-hmm. In the book, the witch that greets her is the good witch of the north, not Glenda. Glenda's not in the book until the very end, and they have to go to her castle, and she's the one that tells Dorothy about the ruby slippers, and there's uh, the wicked witch of the west. Glenda's the one that, or the good witch of the north, who does not have a name in the book, is the one that puts the kiss on Dorothy's forehead so that she can survive. And Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. I gotta read more books. Wizard of Oz <laughs> least, is a fun book. At least of the movies that uh, the the book movies. So this is animated on top of the cell, not in the in the cell. What do you mean? This, this glitter effect here. Yes. Yeah, they just layered that on top. Yeah. It's a filter. It's a, I mean, it's done with a multi-plane camera, as most old stuff like this was. Yeah. <clears throat> This is the goodbye that I think most kids would have wanted with their favorite dog. Yeah. Oh, I've, I've had a couple of dogs die on me, and it just 
each death was just worse worse than the last, and I would have loved to just have a goodbye conversation with them. And they just run off into the distance. Yeah. Aww. She, she loved him after all of that. Yeah. And see, that's what kills me is that from her point of view. Her affection for Charlie kind of masks all the bad stuff that he was doing. So, but you know, he re- he redeemed himself. He hit the big reset switch. Yeah, that's what he did. Now, if you ever saw the Keanu Reeves movie Constantine, he literally was <clears throat> there. Literally, was nothing he could ever do to be allowed to return to heaven, and for a worse reason than what happened with uh, Charlie. Um, he, when he was a teenager, tried to commit suicide. Oh! And so he's never allowed to go to heaven. Huh! So, here we go. It's the end. Oh no. Carface, don't do it. You can't go back. Shut <laughs> Yes! <laughs> He'll be back. He'll be back. There's some nice uh, soul music there. Yeah. Southern church gospel. Well, I think our conversation may be more interesting than uh, movie is, but... If I were you folks, I'd sit down with your favorite adult beverage and, and watch this film. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with it. This is the second time this year that I've watched it. I was kind of appalled the first time just because I hadn't seen it in like 20 years. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, this is the this is the film that I liked? Yeah, yeah, I was what? the same way. And, and, and we actually were seriously considering not reviewing this Yeah, film. I mean, literally, you, I don't know if you'll be, able, you'll be able to tell. There was like a point in the commentary where I almost, was, I almost wanted to throw my hat in. But. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, it's, it's a seedy film. Uh, it, it's definitely dated. You could never do something like this. No, especially not with the smoking and the guns and oh, everything. Oh, yeah. Or, and just the, I'm always really sensitive to vulnerable exploitation scenarios. I don't enjoy them. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I got hung up on, even in television. I just i am uncomfortable with that theme. But, you know, it was a big hit with the kids. Uh, the it, last uh, Don Bluth movie I saw in the theater, and I saw every Disney movie th- up through Mulan when it came out in the theater. Yeah, wow. <laughs> I mean, we re- we rented them. We'd rent the Don Bluth. I don't think we ever rented a Troll in Central Park or Penguin in the, or Pebble in the Penguin. But I don't know. I've yet to see those two. Um, I was visiting my grandparents when my parents rented Rockadoodle. Oh yeah. The trick with Rockadoodle was that was um, Disney for years had tried to make Chanticleer into a movie, and Don Bluth was like, "Okay, I'm gonna do it, but it's gonna be about a rooster that's Elvis." I had no idea that was the story. Yeah, it's Chanticleer. Huh? Huh? Huh. Go figure. Well, that's well. There it is. So yeah, if we come back to Don Bluth, it will probably not be until uh, Thumbelina, which I think may. I'm not sure when that came out. It might be 93, which means we could squeeze it. Yeah, I've never seen Thumbelina. Yeah. Uh, The other uh, Bluth film that is really close to my heart was The Rescuers. No, he didn't do Rescuers. 
No, he didn't. No. Oh, my bad. It was a similar uh, yeah. animation style, though. He I did lots that. of mice movies. He did. Um, what's it called? Uh, American Tale. American Tale, yeah. and he also did uh, Secret of Nim. Yes, those two I very much like. If I had to pack up my favorite 100 films, uh, this would not be in it, but uh, Secret and uh, American uh, would definitely be in there. So. Oh, see, Burt Reynolds. Did it say sung by or song by? I think it was sung by. Well, he sung a lot of of the yeah. songs in here. So, well, how would we rate this? That's the. Uh, I, I give it. I give it probably about maybe two and a half death yeah. watches out of yeah, five. Yeah, two and a half out of five. Uh, just, just uh, they could have done much better on the music. Yeah. Uh, and the. What did you What did you say earlier? When when the mu when the movie gets a big singing alligator, it's a big lipped alligator. Big lip, <laughs> big lip alligator moment. There it is. Like, what is this song even? I mean, well, although you do have to admit that like every Disney movie um, had to have like the like generic pop version of the main song in the end credits mm-hmm. after this. Well, that just about wraps it up for us. Uh, this is makeup. Sasha. How was their makeup in it? They're, yeah. Oh, they put probably maybe animated makeup on top of the cell. That would have been interesting. Yeah. So my name is Sha- Sasha Shouties. I'm Patrick Delmore. And thank you for listening. And uh, thanks to the Two True Freaks for letting us uh, come on and present these commentaries to you. If you're big into Star Trek The Next Generation, we do a... Our main project is called Next Generation's First Generation, where we review uh, Star Trek episodes of the Next Generation variety more or less on their 30th anniversary and you kind of get our point of view uh, from growing up with the show reactions as adult adults versus kids and, and just kind of looking back at the series from 30 years ago the program itself has really uh, evolved quite a bit uh, but we're both really taken with Next Generation so feel free to find us on iTunes Stitcher, and pretty much wherever you get a podcast. It's Next Generation's First Generation. And, uh, well, thanks for joining us. Yep. And have a wonderful day. Shall we just play out the, uh, the credits here? Yeah. Industrial Development Authority of Ireland. Yes, this whole movie was made in Ireland. What? Soundtrack available on Curb Records. There Copyright 1989. All I see is our M's, X's, and L's. Oh, so this nice was done by Imagine Entertainment? No, it just no, has the Don same Blue. logo as Imagine Entertainment. Don Bluth's logo is the Imagine logo, but on a red field. Really? Yeah. Oh. With Sullivan Brothers, Ireland Limited. Sullivan Bluth. Which, which yeah. Ireland? Probably. South? Probably not Northern Ireland because it would say the, uh, the British Republic of. Ah, uh, yes. Ireland. Okay. Signing out. Another one today.